0: The following program is paid for by Channel Mom Media. The show made for moms and families. It's Channel Mom. Yes,
1: we are here for you, Mom. Please hear that. We exist to help you and to honor God in the way in which we help you. And I just so badly want... What we do on this show to be a blessing to the moms who watch us on Facebook, to the moms who listen on 94.7 The Word and podcast and all of our other offerings, YouTube and so on. All right. So I have to admit something. I'm feeling a little bit sentimental today. Actually, super sentimental because this is the last week that I will be able to call myself a mother of two teens. Yeah, my son is about to turn 20 and I like the sound of I'm a mom of two teens. So I'm going to have to <laughs> just get to the next level. My son's going to turn 20 on uh, the 27th of September. His name is Otis. And, and I have to tell you that my default emotion is to go to sadness and woe about my kids growing older and time moving too quickly and blah, blah, blah. But I, I want to have a different mindset. And so maybe I'll challenge you for to have that same mindset. And that is that I want to be grateful. That God has helped me raise my babies to the point where my son is turning 20. My daughter just turned 16. They're strong. They're healthy. They're moving forward. They're going toward the purposes that I think God has for them to serve God and to serve others. And that's been my prayer all along. He's answered it. He's been letting them grow up and not die of all the things I thought they could die of. And here they are, and they're growing up, and, and I should be happy, and I should be celebrating, and I should be grateful. So I'm grateful. I'm grateful. I'm not going I'm not going to mourn the fact that I won't be the mom of two teens after my son turns 20. I'll be a mom of a 20-year-old and a 16-year-old. Both of my kids are born in September. God must have a sense of humor because my husband uh one of his many jobs is be- is being a varsity football coach and he <laughs> Both times I had babies during football season. And so he said to me, okay, we can have a baby during football season. You just can't have it Wednesday through Saturday. And let me tell you, I had a baby on a Sunday and a baby on a Tuesday. One was held in there for two days of labor. So, yeah, I, I did what he asked me to do. Okay, so coming up, we have a, a very special guest who has keys for moms who are raising girls in the 21st century. Because it can be daunting raising girls with all the, all the other cultural influences. So we're going to get to her in just a Just a second but first a quick question for you do you have a child that is struggling to learn today maybe at the beginning of the school year they just haven't learned uh, along with their peers along with other kids you know they're smart but they're struggling well my friends at Connect Education Brianna and Pamela understand it because Brianna herself went through it and they have all these unique tools and methods to get your kid your child to that next level little testimony from Ethan who said I was having trouble in my personal life with my inability to learn as fast as the people are Around me, the drills and the brain training therapy that the ladies at Connect Education have shown me have helped me learn faster and read better. So, there you go. You can call them for a free consultation over the phone at 303 680 5551, 303 680 5551, or find them at ConnecteducationCO.com. They're a sponsor of the show. We really appreciate them. Okay, so here's the deal we've got Darlene Brock on the show now. She's the author of Raising Great Girls. Help for moms to raise confident, capable daughters, perfection not required. And and she comes from two decades of leadership in the music business, the music industry, to foster a safe community for women, known as the Grit and Great Pro- Grace Project. Sorry, the Grit and Grace Project. Darlene Brock draws from the reality of raising two daughters while working, traveling, and juggling life, and she uses all this to help moms and some dads. She's got some chapters in this book for dads of daughters to raise them up for greatness. So uh, she says, by the way, that her most important and fulfilling job is as a mom. Despite having had kind of an exciting uh, profession in the music industry So we want to welcome Darlene back to Channel Mom You've been on with us before Welcome back, Darlene
0: no, thank you, Jenny. It's so good to be here.
1: Yeah, we're glad to have you. So let me read a little bit uh, from the opening of your book that I think moms are going to identify with. I'm going to paraphrase a little bit. But you say, okay. I was destined to rear two females in the fast-paced, challenging information age in which we live. They would be growing up with multiple conflicting definitions of who they should be as girls and then as women. These ideas would not only come from watching my actions and hearing my words, but they would also come from television, social media, film, education, music, and even Barbie dolls, other women in our culture, and you name them—like politicians and businesswomen and entertainers—would be determined to help me raise my girls, whether I want to do them to or not fear struck one more time as I realized there were many things I didn't want my girls to be taught. So you wrote this book to help other moms who have that fear to to navigate that and get to the place where they can help their daughters have the kind of character and self-definition that they want them to have with the tools that you give in this book. Tell me about your desire to, to get your girls to a place where they could be confident and capable and not listening to all the wrong messages from our culture.
0: No, oh, Jenny, it was really important to me that my values my principles along with what they were going to be and who they were going to be that they were blended without all of these other voices taking control so to do that i just decided that i would figure out how to do this job you know everything else i did was a job so why not motherhood i was going to tackle it in the same way that i did everything else proactively taking some of the great things from these influences and, uh, you know, using them, and at the same time determining that ultimately I was going to raise them under the standard that I wanted.
1: Yeah, sure, and it can be daunting. You know, I was thinking about it, and and then I want to get to some of the specific tips you have for moms, but uh, before we launch into those 13 jobs that you uh, lay out for moms, I've been watching my daughter lately. She just turned 16, as I said, and uh, I've been watching over the last couple of years, and I thought to myself, about how she views herself. And I thought, maybe I haven't done a good enough job because she does concentrate a lot on the outside and and how she looks. And, and even I kind of have noticed like how sexy she can appear. Now, she's pretty modest, but she still, you know, dances in a certain way and things like that and, and is very um, caught up with how boys perceive her. And, you know, she's a smart girl, good student, good athlete and things like that. But I thought, Jenny, you got to make sure she, as she walks out into the world, she has an image of herself... Uh, Through the eyes of God and through the eyes of her parents that that lets her go forward without being insecure, without being victimized, without feeling like she has to do something to impress others. I mean, we're up against it with all of these other influencers and so much media and so much social media that's coming down on them
0: and saying, you should be this way if you want to look good on the outside. I mean, right? Yeah, and they do. And you can't. You know, you want them to feel good about themselves externally and internally. You want them to feel like I fit in enough that I don't feel like I'm the odd one out, that I wear clothes that are like others, even though they may not be, you know, quite as revealing as some of the others, but you want them to feel physically good about themselves as well as every other way. So you have to be careful with the balance. You have to go, you do look beautiful, you do look lovely, and yes, that that is a wonderful thing. But there's also this other side that, in the long run is going to show who you really, really are. Yeah, I keep
1: saying to my daughter, sweetheart, when I say you're beautiful, I want you to know that, that I'm looking at your inside as much as your outside, because I don't want her to walk forward thinking it's her only her outside matters, because for one thing, when she starts to age, like the rest of us, then that can be devastating if you think only your outside matters, but, but darling, you have wonderful tips as you go through different jobs that a mom takes on and the different ways she can do this with her girls, and let me just list a couple of them. You, you, you talk about coach first, creative counsel time manager, media director, I'm not going to go through all of them, but financial consultant, sex ed teacher, security officer, communication specialist. And you you bring moms through each of these jobs and the things that you're training your daughters to do and and ways to be, or at least trying to develop their character. They have to be their own person, but you're trying to help them. You start out with coach. And and I was curious to see that you bring up a dilemma that I think a lot of moms of daughters have, because my daughter's kind of my bestie. And and she's pulling away a little bit as she gets older into her teen years, but she's kind of my bestie. And I got to be careful about being her coach and her mother over and above trying to be her bff talk about that
0: yeah you do uh you want her to actually like you because you like her and and you want it to be reciprocal but you can never let the friendship side of your relationship make decisions over the motherhood side of your relationship because she'll have tons of friends But she's only got one mom Mm -hmm. and at the end of the day that role is so much more important and my daughters are grown now I look at all of this in hindsight and there were days it terrified me that they weren't going to like me when they were grown and I can tell you for sure if you if you hold on to the role of mother while showing them you really like them too as people but if you hold on to it, then ultimately they will be some of your dearest friends ever.
1: Yeah, I know. I, I, I believe you. But, but how do you draw that line? Because sometimes I think, oh, uh, I should probably discipline her here, but we were going to go out and have shakes and I, <laughs> and I just want to have fun. H- how do you draw that line? How, what's you know, the internal voice or the action you need to take so you don't choose
0: that friendship role over the motherhood role? Well, and I don't think you can ever do it perfectly. Sometimes you will go, I want to go hang with her right now, and maybe I should have called her on it, but you know what? I'm building a relationship, too, so I'm going to go hang with her right now. And it may be right or it may be wrong, but that's why a perfect mother is not what your child requires. Only one who's willing to do it most of the time when it's most important and i i think that you you will know that you will know this one is a line that will last so much longer into her future if i let her cross it then maybe this one, it's kind of not a, not a big deal. So we're going to go hang together.
1: Yeah. Okay, so you go through some of the jobs, and I want you to give moms some takeaway tips today that they can use. I was fascinated, actually. We're going to skip ahead a little, and we can come back if you want. But I was fascinated by the financial consultant chapter. Like, moms serve as a financial consultant. Okay, so how should you serve as a financial consultant for your girls? Because I think sometimes we don't instruct girls enough with that, so then they're dependent in ways that they shouldn't be on, on on a man or their friends and I'm not in any way disparaging marriage because I am dependent on my husband in a lot of ways but but girls need to get the money thing right so if they're single for a while they can handle it and, and they're not taken advantage of can you talk about how to instruct
0: girls as a financial consultant and mother in that capacity yeah I think there's two, way, two things you have to do one be financially responsible yourself and there were times i was not i would walk by an end cap at a store of things i did not need and think it was the best deal in the world and buy it yeah so you have to be careful of that and i think the second one is find a way to help them figure out how to handle money when they're little maybe it's through an allowance as they grow up and they have budgetary constraints Help them work on a budget that works for their brain. I did it different for my two daughters. One, I could put a line that said, Target, and then put an amount there. Then it said something else because she understood Target. That's where she went. Whatever she bought there, she had this much money. Um, The other wanted it broken down into line items. But walk them through that. Help them know that there really are budgets. There is income. There are expenses. You don't spend more than you make. And then, because you don't know what their future holds, you don't know if they are going to have to take care of themselves for a period of time or at different points in time. So, you want them prepared. Yeah,
1: we only have three minutes left in the segment, but can you briefly describe what you did on vacation with your girls to teach them the ultimate money lesson?
0: Oh, I did. Yeah, you know how vacations are just like a landslide of I want. So, we decided at the beginning of the week we would give them money, a, a certain amount that they would spend for whatever they wanted. At the end of the week, you know that's all they had. We weren't going to give them any more halfway through the week, my youngest daughter had discovered this machine, the claw that would get little stuffed animals that actually got those. We didn't realize she had blown her entire budget by Wednesday, so when we would <laughs> getting shopping, stuffed animals, she had a lot of stuffed animals she did, and you know, I don't know why I didn't add it up, but by Wednesday, she wanted to buy something new, couldn't, so we had to say sorry no more and I wasn't very good at it I had to walk away and let my husband do it while she was sobbing and then I came back to just clean up the mess on the end but It was one of our lessons to them on how to manage money.
1: Yeah, I like it. Okay, we're going to be back, folks, with Darlene Brock, the author of Raising Great Girls, Help for Moms to Raise Confident, Capable Daughters, Perfection Not Required, Thank Goodness. There are also uh, three bonus chapters for dads in this book to tell them how they can help their daughters with uh, a variety of things. But some of the the things we'll try to touch on, I don't know, we'll get to all of them, are things like relationship counselor or sex ed teacher. Um, We've already done financial consultant security officer communication specialist we'll try to get to some of these so that uh, we can help you help your girls to be raised in a very strong way so they can go out there and be all that god's called them to be but i picked this little song because i thought it went well with the title of uh, darlene's book here you go
2: because moms have one of the most
1: important jobs on the planet. We serve you through the media like our radio show and podcast and YouTube channel with helpful interviews and advice. We do outreach from others through churches, speaking events, Channel Mom coffees, and now in prisons and for moms dealing with homelessness. We'd love to serve you or have you volunteer with us because moms need to be honored. So tell us if you need a speaker or help from our outreach or just want to become a partner to keep Channel Mom thriving for moms at ChannelMom.com.
0: It's Channel Mom Radio with Jenny Dean-Schmidt. We're here for you.
1: Back to Channel Mom, we are talking to the author of "Raising Great Girls: Help for Moms to Raise Confident, Capable Daughters." Perfection not required. I'm, I'm hoping <laughs> that I, I, I never like to disappoint any mom who listens to us regularly, and I love you all, and I'm so appreciative for our regular listeners. But you know, there are some moms out there that only have boys, and so I'm thinking, what are they going to do today? But this is instructive. I mean, I think that there are some things that mothers of boys can pull from this to think, okay, well, what kind of a girl do I want my boy to fall in love with and and you know, be a husband to? There there some instructive things in in what Darlene Brock... Has for you today, so Darlene. If I'm thinking about the the particular role that you lay out here, the 13 jobs that a mom has and how she can navigate those for the betterment of her daughter to develop her character and to let her go out into the world in a confident, capable way instead of being taken advantage of. You, th- I think of the Me Too movement um, and and trying to avoid situations like that. How do we raise our girls with all the messages coming at them? And and one, why don't you pick one that is your favorite in this list when it comes to how, how having our daughters have a healthy self-image because I've been thinking a lot about my daughter lately and, and all the daughters out there and I think oh goodness I do not want them to grow up being completely intimidated by all the comparison on Instagram and Snapchat and and they don't use Facebook as much in this ne- this generation behind us but but the, all that social media pressure and all the pressure of what's on television and what's in movies and, and what they're seeing just everywhere that tells them they should be a certain way on the outside and they should have kind of a certain sex appeal on the inside. What's one of the jobs that a mom has that, that can that can overcome some of that bombardment that is not healthy for for who they need to grow up to be as as mothers and as workers and as wives?
0: Well, I think a couple of chapters in the book would be relevant to that. One is sex ed, and I talk in there that it's not that conversation, but it is developing the confidence your child's confidence in herself she has to feel like other people aren't going to convince her to be something else to handle that but then creative counselor to me is always a very important one because you want to encourage your daughter to be exactly who she's supposed to be to nurture her her talents her abilities pursue her interests, and as she gains confidence in those i think that she's much more prepared to battle somebody else telling her who she should be or how she should act or what she should do.
1: So on the creative side uh, which job is that? Oh creative counselor there it is. Um, yeah. What Can you give mom an example if she thinks oh how do I tap into, first of all I've been, I've been praying for my children for years. I give them a blessing every night and I pray to God about some of the gifts and talents that I know they have and how he will develop in them what they can do to serve him and serve others with those talents and so they've been hearing the things that I know that they are and that they want to be as they grow but but how does a mom take that on and try to investigate, kind of become a student of her child to, to say, uh, I'm going to help you develop creatively about who you're called to be, not just a sex object, not just whatever that social media is telling you you should be, but, but I'm going to help you creatively discover who you're made to be. How, how does a mom do that?
0: Well, I think it comes with the talents that are given to each child. And you start when they're young, not by enrolling them or in, or participating in everything that's in front of them, but watching them, observing them, taking them places. See how they react to concerts. See if they draw on the sidewalk or if they get a basketball and want to play, you know, basketball instead. And then start seeding those things in their lives. And then lay in the backyard with them and look at the stars and ask them what they're dreaming about, what they want to be, what they think would be lovely. And then you just start putting them in scenarios where they grow their abilities or they watch other people demonstrate theirs as well.
1: Yeah, that's good. You're very good at sound bites, Darlene. You, you know how to just shut it down and not go on for seven minutes so I don't have to cut you off so good job by you um, okay so that plays kind of into time manager because if you want your daughter to take seriously the gifts she has inside and the things she wants to be and the things she wants to contribute to the world she needs to learn time management and you need to manage her time so she's not signed up for every last thing on the planet which we parents in the modern area but you know sometimes t- are tempted to do you know roll them into the van and go to 60 events every weekend and every sporting event possible and and get them involved and every activity, you know, known to man. How do we become their time manager in a way that's healthy for them to develop who they're supposed to be?
0: Oh, absolutely. And I think, again, boy, everything starts with us. You know, am I managing my time well? Right. I wasn't always because working full-time, traveling, all of the things that I did when my girls were growing up, I had to figure out my priorities. And then I think by doing that, you know, it was a great example for me to say to them, boy, I really blew that one. I shouldn't have taken that trip or I shouldn't have done this. So what about you? Let's look at what you're involved in. Are you exhausted? I'm exhausted taking you there. So we need to start choosing. We need to start choosing what's important to you, and works with the family. Yeah,
1: that's good. So you know, let's just go to the one that's a little uncomfortable, so that you can give uh, moms some peace of mind about the, the sex education teacher part of it. The thing that my husband and I decided was we don't want them to get their information about what sex means and what intimacy means from anybody else but us. So as soon as they showed an interest, and I. Think think one was in third grade and one was in fifth or sixth grade we delved in and said this is how we view it and we used scripture and we used you know the way god designed them and and we used uh, you know our uh, role model to a certain degree you don't want to get too into depth about who you are but but uh, tell moms how they can take on that role in a way that because a lot of moms want to avoid it how do we become a sex ed teacher for our daughters that that is going to be helpful to them
0: no, you can't avoid it. That's that's even more than when I was raising my girls. There are things told to your daughters right now that I'm just like, are you kidding me? Yeah. No, that's not healthy. Um, but you can't avoid it. So what you do is you are willing to say anything, answer anything, and deal with any question they have. And you get there before they even can Form the questions. You want to get ahead of everybody else. I'm not saying introduce them to sexual subjects before they're ready, but I'm saying be there and be proactive and do exactly what you did, Jenny, is have those conversations because somebody else is going to if you don't.
1: Okay, very last question, and then um, I will tell folks how to find you in the book. Security officer, how can we be a security officer for our daughters? Because I know I know daddies kind of feel like that's their job to to protect their daughters from any <laughs> any guys that should not be around them or whatever for them to them be any kind of danger in society. How do we be a security officer for our daughter?
0: I think you do the same thing. I can't think it's a tag team. Um, You do protect your child. But another part of that that is incredibly important is teaching your daughter to protect herself. Oh, yes. You want to protect her, but if she's not ready to do it, she'll have trouble in the future. So you've got to do part two of that. Yeah. And just a
1: a tip or two about how to do that, to teach your your daughter how to protect herself?
0: Yeah. you, You give her what potential threats are out there. Don't hide them. Go ahead. And I'm not even talking physical threats. I'm talking emotional threats too, where you discuss what she needs to avoid. Sometimes she'll roll her eyes. Sometimes she'll say you worry too much, but she's going to be prepared. And then you give her a plan of action. You teach her confidence will deliver her from almost anything. Be confident. Listen to yourself. If you feel a warning sign in your heart, then listen to it.
1: Yeah, because if you're confident, you have the confidence to say no and to walk away. If you're insecure, it's harder to do that. So, Darlene, you're fabulous. I know this is going to be instructive and very helpful to moms of girls. So how do we find Raising Great Girls and how do we find you?
0: Uh, You can find me at DarleneBrock.com or TheGritAndGraceProject.org or uh, you can find the book on Amazon. Wonderful. Get it there.
1: Yeah, wonderful. Thank you, Darlene. I hope the book does well and is a help to a lot of moms out there. All right. Thank you, Jenny. Uh, thanks for being on Channel Mom. Okay, guys, I do want to remind you about LifeCenterLittleton.org. If you know a struggling family or a struggling mom, they exist to extend love, hope, and joy to families, to mothers, to single moms who need that. They've got all kinds of offerings at LifeCenterLittleton.org. They've got a food bank locally. Then they have shelter. They have legal aid. Uh, they have cl- you know classes for GEDs, for uh, English and Spanish, uh, just all kinds of things that can help you get back on your feet. I met a couple there recently that had a total transformation after they started going to Life Center Littleton to get help. You can find them at LifeCenterLittleton.org. And you know what? You can also find us. If you're a mom, we've got all kinds of resources for moms in whatever place. We've got partners we can we can direct you to for, for marriage and for single motherhood. And we've got help for moms who are in prison and moms who are homeless and transitioning out of homelessness. If you're a mom who just wants us to come bless you in your home, we've got Channel Mom Coffees. We've got also, we go to churches. Just everything you can imagine. And then, of course, we're in the airwaves to help you and encourage you however we can there as well so go find us at channelmom.com or like us on social media you can find us at channel mom just about wherever you are so uh i want to thank thank you i want to thank you today if uh you haven't been thanked i want to thank you and you bless me thank you for how you bless me for tuning in and for supporting me as a mom as well so thank you for all you do as a mom raising that ne- next generation god bless you have a beautiful weekend
2: On channel mom radio and if you believe the media should be doing more to support moms and encourage families then why don't you come alongside the efforts of channel mom we'd like to offer you our partner package today we'll send you a channel mom's best tips for moms as well as a beautiful bling t-shirt when you sign up to be a partnering monthly donor at channelmom.com. We live in a world that demeans the importance of moms and belittles the value of family. Research shows the family is breaking down in America. But Channel Mom aims to stop the family breakdown, starting with the moms.